0: Thank you for tuning in. This is Ron Tang and you're listening to Life in General. What's up guys. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Today is July 2nd. Uh, This is officially my first episode of Life in General. So I had this crazy idea of um, starting my own podcast. Um, I don't know what came over me. Uh, This isn't something I thought I'd be doing. But uh, here I am. So for the past couple years, I've been uh, listening to podcasts pretty steady. It actually all started with uh the monday morning uh podcast with bill burr and then uh when i had the soundcloud app i started to look into other uh podcasters there's many interesting podcasters out there but the main ones uh the main five that i listen to right now if you were going if you were to go into my podcast player would be uh under the skin with russell brand uh Let's see. Jordan Peterson's podcast. Uh, there's this one I found on YouTube called Side Note. Town uh, with Dan Harmond and Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast. So I've been, I've been pretty heavy on the podcast for about three years now. So, um, yeah. So I'm going to try to make it work maybe about once a week or ever so often. I'm not sure right now, but it will be about life in general. Bought, brought to you by me i'm gonna try to do uh an episode bi-weekly because i still have a lot of things to figure out like um equipment and uh what what microphone i'm going to use because right now i'm just recording with like a mini usb microphone on the laptop um i actually just learned about this thing called um, audacity and uh ocean city is it So these are the two um, free recording and editing apps, the two softwares that I will be using. Um, So yeah, I'd like to see where it goes. Uh, Pretty exciting stuff. Um, So before I invite any guests on here, because I will be inviting people to come on here to talk with me about certain topics, um, you know, because I know a few people. All right. I I know some people. So um, I'd like to handle this life in general thing. Um, It pertains to my life specifically. But however, uh, I'm not one of those know-it-alls and I do not claim to know everything. But I will be talking about a variety of topics in which I'll have uh, different guests. So some of the uh, topics I'll uh, talk about and things I'm interested in actually... Um, A lot of it will be on, you know, just, you know, fitness. Uh, I have a lot of fitness friends. Um, You know, there's going to be some real estate talks. There will be um, people that are into filmmaking, uh, bodybuilding. Uh, Although I hate fat diets. um, Me and my friends uh, that are doing the ketogenic diet, uh, as of recent, we'll be talking a little bit about that um there, there's so many topics i want to cover uh, you know in future episodes you know everything from from synchronicity to to psychedelics to spirituality to current events a little bit of politics although i'm not a fan of talking about too much politics uh one thing i'll let you guys know at is this is not a safe space anything goes uh i do welcome fact checkers because i know there's a lot of those out there nowadays everyone's a, a fact checker uh, you know, you can just see in the under the YouTube comments or just under the comments of, of uh, any meme you'll see on Facebook. So I do welcome fact checkers because half the time I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, I also do a bit of writing. Uh, you can find some of my writing on the medium.com medium.com slash Iran Tang um, as Some of my friends already know and has read some of my stuff, so this podcast isn't exactly progressive or part of PC culture. Of course, there will be facts, but just not as much as my opinions and ignorance, because I graduated at the Institute of Wikipedia. I won't tell you everything that I do now, uh, but you'll get to know me better as I get better at doing podcasts talking about uh, different topics. You know, or I could just tell you that I have a PhD in physics, uh, that I'm a humanitarian and a philanthropist, professional squash player, and sponsored by Under Armour. No, not really, but... um, Yeah, you'll get to know me when I... uh, do better at this podcast i'm still trying to figure out all the ins and outs so also one thing i've noticed with podcasters in podcasters paradise is that they have anything from one to multiple guests on usually and it takes away the beats of silence for me i'm gonna try to do it solo for the most part um But there's so many people that I want to bring on like I can just think of four to five right now on top of my head like the four friends that I specifically want to talk to on this podcast. Um, But yeah, for the most part, I'm going to try to do it myself and I'm just going to say fuck it. I'm just going to let the awkward silence ride out. And uh, yeah, I think it's going to be great. You know, I want to talk about existential crisis more on current events. It's just going to be improvised my own little thing, um, of course, life in general, it's going to immortalize me. It's it's, it's going to be great. But um, I don't mind the awkward silence. Um, I think awkward silence It's is it, great. Uh, you know, it's like that tender date that you match with because you just swipe right for everyone a little too fast because you just wanted to get laid. And now you're sitting in Starbucks with your least compatible match. But You just kind of hope that it works out right that the the silence is more golden than awkward my first one i'm going to try to keep it under an hour uh well actually i'm going to try to keep it under half an hour we will get down to the nitty-gritty but i want to try to see if i can space it out to 20 to 25 minutes with the uh intro and the outro music uh this is just me trying to be humble i mean I never really understood guys that try to do a podcast and they'll go for like an hour and a half of their first podcast as if people are going to listen to an hour and a fucking half of their podcast. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to try to space it out. 25 minutes should be enough, uh, you know, because some of the some of the ones I, I've listened to, uh, as soon as they hit... About just about thirty to thirty-five minutes, you know, they start doing like you know the sponsorships, advertisements. Of course, I'm not there yet. Uh, They do Q and As. A lot of it really is just uh, interviews. I've noticed, but yeah. So I I think I I just killed about what a good a good ten minutes so far. So I think we're we're doing pretty good. Um. So I'm just. I will be doing some editing and cutting. Uh, Because fuck it, you know, I don't want to sound too stupid for my first time, but um, I think uh, it'll all come together. And by the time I'm finished, you guys would barely notice, hopefully. But um, even if that does happen, uh, I hope you will forgive me. Um, In the future, I will not need to edit. I'm just going to improvise the whole way through uh, with the right equipment while talking shit I can google stuff and have more of a discussion styled like uh, podcast with you guys so uh yeah uh I'm just sitting here now uh the world cup is just about to finish um today is Canada Day my dog is scared shitless um He's just hiding in the corner right now, shaking. Uh, this is the only time he probably doesn't want to eat anything. He's completely lost his appetite. Um, I don't know if it happens with your dogs, uh, but I do know it's, 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 a, it's quite a common thing. I actually did not know this before I had Simba. His name is Simba. Uh, but I think it's gotten progressively worse with him through the years. Um, they don't really give you much info on how to handle things like this because every time, uh, there's a long weekend or some sort of, uh, Canada Day, Victoria Day, whatever day that people need to light up fucking fireworks outside till midnight, uh, my dog just gets really scared. He starts shaking, you know, he's hiding in, uh, closets, uh, under the table, um, the vet has told me to stuff things in his ears, uh, try to put on loud music, but none of it works. Like he literally looks paranoid. Like his eyes just look a lot bigger. Um, he's breathing through his mouth. Uh, and it, it's, I know it's not an exciting way, but usually when they get overexcited, that's how they breathe. But this is not an excitement, right? It's, it's a scared shitless <clears throat> So, I don't know how to handle it. If you guys know, do tell me because uh yeah it, it's getting ridiculous because now I find that it lasts a little longer with him, uh, and never used to be this bad, like he'll be over it in about a day or two, but i I, I don't know. he just starts acting weird um usually within the next day, like he's fine, he kind of forgets about it, but as he got older um uh, he's 6 years old now what's that in, in dog years that's like da, 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 what forty, forty two. 42 um now he he has the, the aftermath is like um him still hiding when i see him in the mornings um he doesn't want to eat he still pees on the carpet but this is usually a couple of days after um fireworks so i don't know it's it's been like that for the past year year and a half so if you guys have an answer uh please do drop me a line um yeah so i i just yeah there's no need for fireworks fuck you know you spend like what 100 bucks boom boom it's it's all it's (laughs) but yeah hopefully he'll be okay by friday um when France beats Uruguay. Uh, speaking of which, uh, aren't your Italian friends really quiet this year? I mean, they are usually the loudest, uh, most rowdiest bunch during the World Cup. I mean, my Italian friends, like, during the World Cup, like, they turn into Joe Pesci from Goodfellas, right? I, I don't even think they've updated their statuses this year. <laughs> I mean, drive through... Uh... Vaughn or or Woodbridge for the future outside listeners that's where most of the Italians reside just outside of the GTA uh if you drive through Woodbridge uh this time around I think it's just bare crickets haven't haven't heard a word from them um haven't spoke to too many of them uh this this time around uh I think they're just I don't. I don't know what they're doing. They're probably just. They're just sitting at home. You know. You know what's interesting is that this is something that literally nobody has mentioned or talked about, and it's something that I've noticed um, with the World Cup, um, especially people cheering for whatever teams they're rooting for. Um, so I I ha- I have two Haitian buddies. They are both uh, Canadian born but they do speak French because their parents uh, or their grandparents were from uh, Haiti. I noticed that they were both cheering for Team France. And a few of my Filipino friends, they're going for Spain, okay? And even as a kid, I've noticed like when David Beckham goes to Hong Kong, I mean the Hong Kongers, um, which is my family's background. The Chinese over there, like they love David Beckham. Like they go they go crazy whenever he visits. And Hong Kong was ruled under British colony for 150 years, right? Um that that's when they opened the port, they were importing like uh opium and, and tea and all that stuff. I, I I don't know what they were doing, but I knew there was a port open and you know the it, it belonged to the Queen for 150 years and our flag used to be the old uh, British flag. Is it the old one? I don't know. It's the the red and blue one. So, straight to the point, Hong Kongers cheer for England. Always. Always. Um, that's the thing I've noticed. Um, it's, it's sort of like cheering for your colonizers. Right? I mean, because those are the, the countries that have colonized um, the, the Asian countries and especially with, with the Haiti speaking French and all, uh, what, what the Spaniards did to, to, uh, the Philippines is, isn't that like cheering for your, it's Stockholm in a way, isn't it? It's like a mild form of Stockholm syndrome. I don't know, but it, it, it's funny. It's, it's interesting really how, how we, we cheer on our, our colonizers. Um, it's kind of like, you know, somebody invaded you came into your house held you captive for certain amount of time you guys sort of got to know each other you know all of a sudden somebody else comes along you know tries to shake down the guy that captured you and you're just like oh my god are you okay like i that's that's sort of that's sort of how i feel right that's that's sort of how it goes down yeah it's a weird concept i mean like it's it's such a mild form of Stockholm Syndrome, in a way. That's, that's the way that I see it. Um, Portugal is uh, outed by Uruguay. So uh, I guess they're going to start cheering for Brazil now, because that's what the Portuguese do when their team is out, because their languages are so close. Whatever. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm actually just waiting for the Uruguay versus France on Friday speaking of france um i i recently booked my trip to uh europe in september uh i figured why not um i'm 30 this year i really want to visit europe i've done south america a lot of asia i've been to australia so i figured why not this this year i'm going to go over to europe um I do have an auntie that lives over there in the in the u k. Uh, she lives in London along with my two cousins whom I've never met before. So I guess it'll be pretty exciting. Um, i do I do have uh my cousins on Facebook. like I have a lot of family members on Facebook that I've never met before. Um, so it'll be pretty neat meeting them for the first time uh, i I vaguely remember my aunt. Um, whom I've met on maybe two occasions when i was a I was a kid, maybe six or seven. This was when we uh, lived in Scarborough, Ontario. Um, from from there, I'll spend a week and take the the Eurostar train over to Paris. I found out that you can take that train for thirty three euros. Um, I got relatives over in in Paris, so um I'll just be bunking with them for a while. so, uh, accommodations provided for um, so I'm really just worrying about uh, food and transportation which shouldn't be a problem although I heard it's like crazy expensive once you get over to Paris um, yeah so I'm, I'm looking forward to it I um, booked it oh get this um I booked the whole thing for three hundred and twenty eight. Uh, using Google Flights now I just learned about this system and not many people know well Uh, more and more people are aware of Google Flights now Uh, but my friend showed me this uh, how to how to just book cheaper flights because what usually happens is that Travel agencies—they'll—they'll they'll buy everything in bulk and then just sell it off uh, for a discounted price. But Google Flights will just find you the lowest discounted price, uh, pretty much right away. It gives you all the months in advance. You just pick the return date, and it'll give you um, the the prices for all the flights throughout the year. It's—it's it's insane. It's incredibly cheap. I booked it for three twenty eight. Um, I'll be flying with Iceland Air. So um, 328, but I, I I realized that these small uh, companies where they actually get you is the the luggage. Um, so bringing my luggage over there, uh, pretty much the layover in Iceland, and then coming back, they charge me 248. So I'm allowed one carry-on and one luggage. 248 is ridiculous. But when it adds up, it's about six forty something. So it's it's still it's still a bit cheaper than what you would usually get for a round trip to Europe. So um, that that's pretty cool. That that whole Google flight system. Um, it'll be my first time going to Iceland as well. Uh, that it's it's funny because um, as soon as I book my trip. Um, what i usually do is i'll research on uh, the places i'm going to but i find myself uh more excited about my layover in iceland because going over there um for for uh the first flight will be a nine hour layover and coming back i'll have a whole day in iceland so i started researching everything on this country you know like um like, the places you can you can go to, like, the day tours will take you to this place where uh, it literally looks like you're on the moon. Um, apparently, that's where the astronauts train because it's so much similar to the moon. I, I don't know if that's true. Uh, just one of those things that I've read on the internet. Um... There's the Aurora Borealis, of course. That's one of those bucket list things uh, of, that I've wanted to see for a while. And then there's the infamous Blue Lagoon Spa uh, with the uh, heated water, uh, algae mask, bathrobe, luxury space, champagne, all that. Like I'm, I'm just looking forward to the whole Iceland experience. Um, yeah, it's fucking smart what they did, like, just have a bunch of people, like, have their long layovers in Iceland, and they fall in love with the country, and you go back, it's, like, everything's stupid expensive over there, uh, when I was looking at the Blue Lagoon online, like, just the admission is, like, 85, uh, their meals, something that looked like a filet mignon was, like, 55, it was just, like, a small piece of, like, ribeye with asparagus, it, it, it's, it's stupid, it's stupid, um, So how are we doing for a time right now? Well, look at that, guys. Uh, We made it. If you're still listening uh, to this at this point, uh, thank you. I appreciate it. And um, I'm going to have another one up in the next two weeks. So uh, you guys can tune in again to see what's going on. And uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks.